The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It is the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News, the Tuesday edition. Jalen Nye, Mr. Andrew Gross. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Do you know, uh, let's make sure that that happens for everybody who's listening. Yesterday was... Now it's a hoax, of course, but yesterday has been deemed the saddest day or the most ah, depressing yeah. day. It's not true But we at turned all. it into some good stuff. Yeah, but we did ask some our listeners yesterday uh, to suggest some music, and we didn't get to oh. all of it. So we'll get to some of that this afternoon for you and just pick up the mood a little bit. I was listening to the um, Ryan Jesperson show this morning. Don't know if you caught it, but... Uh, our uh, broadcast was uh, cutting in and out a little oh. bit. I think they've solved it. Um, but if I'd have known that was a possibility, we could have just flipped a button at any point and taken a half hour off. It's not quite how it that's works. That's not how that works? You, you still have oh. to keep talking, remember? Oh, that's right, because there's Live internet stream. and... Yeah, right. Remember that business. Yeah, I forgot about mm-hmm. that. All right, well, lesson learned. There we go. There, silence. I'm up and running. <laughs> You're good to go? Yeah. Uh, where would you like to start today? Well, there's a... Uh, wow. There's some horrific stories in the news today. For sure. Um, there's some very, very interesting stories in the news today, and there's some fun news as well. So, um, so. can I just say off the top, I want to just quickly, you know, say this. This story out of uh, California today uh, is just absolutely disgusting. It's a, it's another one. There was one here not too long ago. Um, a babysitter came over and two moms had left their kids there and the, 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 the babysitter found the kids in the furniture boxes. Remember, that was just mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. And now this one down in California where they've found, like, a dozen kids from 13, like yeah. to, to 20, late 20s? 29, just. the oldest, yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, just uh, there's uh, no words to describe. I, obviously, something wrong. I, it always. That's gotta be. A mental health that's issue? Gotta be a, is it a mental, or is it, or is it just inherent bad in some people? Inherent evil in some people? I Listen, uh, I don't know all the right words, but uh, so from the heart, you know, I just hope all the kids get the help yeah. they need and all that kind of stuff. Um, of course, you know I mean that. I, I don't mean to, to just brush it off. But my question when I hear a story like that is always, so... How did it go on so long? How did it go on with two people? Because one evil person does something evil, but two evil people is there were two well, parents. Yeah, and depends on on their beliefs, and if one is more dominant, and mm-hmm. one you know just well, according to what I've read on this, um, now the 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 girl, one of the girls escapes Escape. using a deactivated phone. However, nine one one works on mm. a deactivated phone, so she's able to get hold of police. Police respond. They find what they find. It's all been on our news and will be this afternoon. Uh, but the mom, by all accounts, was perplexed as to why the police yeah. were there so and then there's been some pictures on social media on the facebook page on the family's facebook page of them i don't know celebrating their wedding or renewal of vows in vegas in yeah. 2016 some pictures at disneyland yeah or disney world uh, as well i just you know and i think part of it kind of goes back to a discussion that we've had numerous times 
on the show, Andrew, and it's when do you step in? When do you say something? When do you notice that something is wrong as as a neighbor? I know a lot of folks, we, we don't want to get involved. We're afraid to get involved. It's not our business, whatever. Um, you know, but, you know, some neighbors had said they, they had seen the kids on occasion, you know, very, very pale, looked very, very thin. When do you make that phone call and say, I think something is wrong there? I don't know. And when do you err to the side of caution as opposed to... You, you don't want to be that neighbor that's phoning every 10 minutes yeah. to, to report something. But it, I, you said afraid. I, but I don't think it's a fear. I think it's... And I, and I don't think it's that they want to mind their own business. I think it's that, and specifically in Canada, I think, where we kind of give the benefit of the doubt that I'm sure there must be another explanation for this. And I can give you a great example uh, from my neighbor years yeah. ago who brought home, you know, a young couple, brought home a newborn. We met the newborn. It cried every night. Uh, that was the couple where I went over one day and just said, hey, I'm a real pro at getting babies to sleep. Did you want mm. me to... Help you, you know, out here. Yeah, it's not bothering us, but, you know, maybe... Because they never had, seemed to have mom or dad visit or, or other outside help. And then one day, we didn't hear the baby anymore. And at first, it was kind of a joke around our house that, hey, I wonder what happened to the baby. But after several days, we thought, you know what? We haven't seen the baby come or go. We haven't heard mm. the baby. We haven't seen her. Um and it wasn't until we had new neighbors in that house and met them, who are still our neighbors, that they sort of gave us a bit of a backstory. Well, the couple broke up and the woman left with the baby, mm. right? So that would not have been a reason, obviously, to call police. And yet it's the same sort of situation where you say, hey, something's really changed at that household. But is it my business? Is it criminal? Do you err criminal? on the side of caution, though? Right. Do you, is, it, is it better to make that call? And find out that everything is okay and maybe go, oh, and maybe have awkward neighbors for the... <laughs> exactly. Or have, find out years later that, um, I know, kids have been living in a in a furniture box in the basement in the right. dark for God knows how long. I mean, you just don't know what's going on in you the don't. house next to you. Absolutely oh, they, don't. Specifically in the house next to me on the other side. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. But, you know... But, you know, there's it, another good example right there. Yeah. We thought all along that something was not right yeah. with the guy who moved into that house. And we, you know, you and I joked about it on air and texters, our listeners, uh, you know, came up with other explanations for what we were seeing. And while it's not been proven in a court anywhere, there has to have been a reason mm -hmm. why police it searched that there. house, yeah, yeah. right? And why he's not there anymore. And yet we never phoned police because I, you also don't want to make a false claim. Yeah, but is is a again I go back to is a false claim better than children chained in no, a basement? No, obviously not. But it's here's not. The, it's I, not. And I get that. But but you know how many times have we seen in oh, the news no. about the lack of resources, the response times, how busy police are, and so that's the other side of it. You go, well, I don't want to bother police, or I don't want to bother social workers with what I believe to be just a. Uh, you know, an inclination that something might be, you know, wrong next door. Don't you trust your gut, though? Well, not enough to turn a neighbor in for child abuse if I, if I don't know it or see it. But and if, if you have the thought that there's possibility, whether it's child abuse, whether it's domestic violence, whether it's, I don't know. Well, it's see? A, it's, a, it's a huge, that's, again, it goes back because we just, I think we just want to mind our own business. But think about it. In my specific case... You didn't do anything about it. We're talking about a house on one side of me and a house on the other side. Yeah. These are my neighbors. Yeah. I had a gut feeling about both. I was 
I think right on one, mm -hmm. completely wrong on the other. Yeah. So I would have I would have been batting 500 on that. And I mean, for the police, and you said it, if the police came by, talked to my neighbor, then they came to me and said, okay, we talked to the neighbor and it turns out the couple has mm. separated and she's taken the baby. You know how awkward that's going to be for the yeah, rest of the so time, do you, right? So do you make the phone call or do you go over and knock on the door and say, hey, just or you bringing over some cabbage rolls or something? I don't know. Well, Carol did do that. Carol did yeah. go next door to the couple. Um, I, I don't know under the base. I think yeah, they, something under the guise got, of yes. yeah, something got left on their porch, and she went over and, and took it in the house, which she normally wouldn't do, like from Spud delivery or something. Yeah. And then said, "Hey, this was on your porch," and sort of talked to the guy a little bit. But she came away, and he didn't want to talk about it. He didn't provide any information because, of yeah. course, he probably didn't want us to know he's going through a divorce. Yeah. So we it didn't really settle anything for us. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is to that. It, it, this here's a novel idea. How about people get to know their neighbors? We did know our neighbors. We, well, you didn't we know, know them now well enough to to find out that she'd move out that she'd moved out. No, but we knew. I mean, I knew both their names. We said hello all the yeah. time. But what do you say? Like, where is your wife? Well, you know what? When I got divorced, I actually was talking to my neighbor kind of over the fence and just said, you know, as a matter of fact, the the house is for sale. We're we're getting a divorce, and, mm -hmm. and off you go. Just just so you know. Yeah. But people have different levels of privacy. Again, it's just one of those. I, I can't imagine being the neighbors on either side of any of these stories recently and going, oh, I knew, so, you know. Ugh. What do they call them? But I'm uh, not in that position. So Yeah, yeah welfare checks, they call them, right? Yeah. Just you're worried about yeah. the welfare of a neighbor? Yeah. Hmm. Um, Someone says, hey, Andrew and Jaylen, I'm a paramedic here in Edmonton. Uh, you... I'm just going to uh, put this in order here so it's easier to read. Um, hi, Andrew and Jaylin. I'm a paramedic here in Edmonton. You, uh, we get these calls well for checks. We do these calls all the time. Uh, most not get in trouble for making a false claim. EMS and EPS classified uh, these situations. We see some pretty heartbreaking situations all the time. Hmm. It's fine, but we, you know, we, we want to know. Well, and you know what? And feel free to judge and criticize me because you're more than welcome to. We did not call about what we thought was possible criminal activity next door. We did not call about what we thought was the possible welfare of a child on the other side, but we did call about the dog. <laughs> right? It's mm -hmm. it's weird what you... And I called many times about, about the dog. About that dog. Yeah. And took action about the yeah, dog. You took went, the dog. You went and got the dog. I did because it was cold. And we brought it over, put it in our garage, fed it, kept it company for a little while, and brought it back to the yeah. owner when he came home, who then was very angry with us that we'd removed the dog from his backyard. Brandon in Red Deer says, if you see something, say something. Andrew, I'm sure you're relieved to have found out everything was okay, but imagine how you'd feel if you would learn down the road that something awful did happen. Agreed. And you hadn't said anything. That's the truth. I know. Yeah. Listen, I don't, I don't have all the answers, no, and, I, and I don't think I'm alone. No, I think, I think we're all probably in this. In it would feel the same way. Some of us say, absolutely, no. I would call if I saw something. I would absolutely do it. Right. But until you're in the situation, right? And keep in mind, it's like pulling over and driving to work at four o'clock in the morning. And there's a car pulled over on the side of uh, Twilliger Drive. And yeah, am I going to stop? Right. I'm, yeah, I, I'm worried about my safety and I'm worried about my protection. But I might call the police when I get to the station sure. and say, hey, this is what's going well, on. Well, there's a difference between proof and suspicion as well, right? So I suspect something's funny over there, but I don't even know what it is. If a child were to come to my door and say that 
that their dad had hit them or that they, they were locked out of their house. Of course I would phone whoever. I would take them in. I would help them. Your car situation, I see cars on the side of the highway all the time and uh, out in these temperatures. I usually sort of take a look and look mm-hmm. for, is the hood up? Are the four-way flashers yeah. are on? Are they in the car? Um, it used to be I would pull over and ask if they needed assistance. If it looked like they were trying to get somebody's attention, but these days, everyone has a cell phone, so you just wonder, well, I'm sure they've called. I'm sure whoever. everything will be okay. Yeah. You know, I guess in, in this case, in this um, in this story that, that came out today, you know, some of the neighbors, as they said, you know, the kids, they didn't see the kids very often when they did, that they were very pale, obviously didn't get outside very much, and they didn't see them very much, and, and they looked very thin, malnourished. Mm-hmm. I think at that point, I, I, I might make a phone call and, and have one of those checks done. Yeah. Well, I think it's a, you know, I mean, the texture said get to know your neighbors. Well, we do know our neighbors, but I mean, it would help everyone to sort of keep an eye on your neighborhood in general, right? And it is good to know your neighbors because yeah. our, our neighbors on the one side, great neighbors now, the other side, not so much, but they'll tell yeah. us when they're going out of town. They'll tell us, yeah. uh, you know, they'll ask us to water their plants, that kind of thing. And Mike, Mike said, at least with the dog, you had visible evidence. And I think that's, I did. that's, that's the true. difference too, right? I think the two differences honestly were, I didn't feel that anybody was going to protect that dog if I didn't. I thought I was probably, we were the only ones who saw it, but well, who, he's right. You know, I, I could see evidence of abuse. Who's protecting the children as well? Who's yeah. protecting the children? But again, I think the, Mike just nailed it, that you witnessed it firsthand. You I'd Watched That's true. it. I knew it was. Or you what videotaped was it. You you I documented did. it, right? Yep. Uh, when I was a kid, this had a camera. When I was a kid in Port Moody, BC, I used to play with a kid down the street. We went on holiday one winter, got uh, Vancouver Sun when we were in California, and guess what? The father had a bomb shelter under that garage. The rest of the family didn't know about, and had a girl locked up in it for many months. This was the 70s when a lot of kids went missing in the Vancouver area. You just never knew. And he, he, apparently, he was a respected businessman. Hmm. If you physically see something, say something. If not, mind your own bleeping business, says that texter. <laughs> well, there it I is. I guess it's your own your own decision to, to make and then your own cross to bear, depending on, on what happens, right? That's right. Oh, 219 on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. A quick break here, Bree. Let's do this. It's called something Portuguese. Brie, what's it called? The man, the port. What's it called? Something Portugal man. Okay. I'm not that hip or cool. Do you know, maybe, but I've heard it a lot on some of the music sure. radio stations, so there you go. As long as it was requested, we're here for it. It is. Um, it's very popular right now. Th- this is one. You know, I said, what about this? And I said, let's save it. Now I'm thinking, let's do it. The Yellow Pages. No! So I know, and we can carry it into the next half hour, you know, but so the Yellow Pages has just cut another 500 The what? Jobs. Exactly. <laughs> and and that's that's it, right? Like you, you hear, well, the Yellow Pages is reducing costs, restructuring debt. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but it's actually a Canadian-based company. Uh, they're based out of Montreal. 
but they're a great example. Well, your first reaction is, wow, there's still yellow pages? Yeah. Um, but they're a great example of where a company has chased technology and not been able to catch it. And it's a very basic marketing principle. And, and I think, you know, the example that I, I can recall from university, when you think about marketing, you have to think about what your company does in broader terms than the product that it sells. So um, I'm, I'm making up an example, I guess. But uh, so if you had two uh, companies at the turn of the century who made horse whips and you asked the owner of one, what does your company do? And he says, I manufacture horse whips. And you ask the other uh, president, what does your company do? And he says, I'm in transportation and motivational <laughs> devices. Um, the second company is still in business because he sees a broader picture of what he's doing. The first company is out of business when people stopped using horses, right? And Yellow Pages is years behind becoming uh, effective online. But it, it can't be effective anymore as far as I'm concerned because the internet is the yellow is yes. the is the yellow pages anymore. Right. That's I mean I, exactly I'm not, I'm not right. going to a book. I wouldn't even go to yellow pages online and put in uh, 630 Ched to find out where the address is. I would just Google 630 Ched to find out the address. Right. And I don't you, need that yeah, funnel. Therein lies the problem, right? So we know now that you can go on the internet and actually with a single search term on the right-hand side of Google, you'll see if the company is open, not open, what their address is. When uh, their busiest times are. How everything. you contact them. Everything's already there. Google has basically replaced the Yellow Pages. And it's funny because the same company that owns the Yellow Pages, uh -huh. who have attempted to make that transition into uh, online. Listen to their other sites, Canada411.ca, uh -huh. 411.ca. Um, I still use that on occasion. But here's the thing, if you use it, and I do from time to time too, it typically will tell you, like you, you like or reverse lookup, uh -huh. the information's not complete. You you put in this phone number and it says, oh, it's a Rogers cell phone issued in Edmonton. You go, okay, well, that's actually useless information to me, right? I, I would normally use it to try and figure out my brother's address or my mom's address in Sault Ste. Yeah. Marie. I would put in the last name and go, oh, that's what it is. Right. Not, not their phone number, but mainly their address or their postal code. Yeah, I mean, it's... Digital now accounts for 70% of revenues for Yellow Pages, so they're counting heavily on their digital presence for the revenues, but it's not paying off. And people in management, mm -hmm. and by the way, they've been laying off senior management there. Yeah. Um, they say that they can't compete with Google, Facebook, Amazon, and Microsoft, and I would tend to agree. They're, they're just, they were too slow to the uh, party. Yeah. Because, well, you know, do we even get Yellow Pages well, anymore? Well, you know, someone said, I can't even remember the last time I got a phone book in my house with the Yellow Pages. I haven't seen the Yellow Pages or anything like that at, at my place. <laughs> you need a horse and buggy to get to my place most days. Um, <laughs> well, but, that first guy could have gotten you a whip. Yeah, well, he might he might still be looking for the neighborhood. Um, but, uh, yeah, I haven't seen it in in ages, ages, ages. And, you know, someone texted him and says, well, look at consumer distributing. Look at Sears. Exactly. Good right? examples. Remember, remember when you used to go into consumers and you fill it out you know i think lee valley is still very much like that now i love lee valley like i could spend online looking at their or looking at their their catalog they have some of the coolest stuff and sure. gardening and all the rest but and they're still making that work but yeah. consumers stream see you later and think about this too not only did the technology change and rapidly but so did social responsibility and conscience uh, conscience change 
you look at all those yellow pages and go, well, how many trees yeah. died for those yeah. and it's not even being used, right? So they had two major factors. I'm curious to know, Chadville, what are you using at your house that most would now consider obsolete? That's a good question. You know, maybe you're using the, sure. the basic flip phone. Maybe you're still using the rotary phone. Maybe huh. you're still using a phone book. What are you using at your place that probably the majority of folks would consider obsolete? And Andrew Gross, breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chat, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. So Jalen and I, mm-hmm. I love this conversation, and we've got some great texts already. We're talking about items that you use that others might consider obsolete or items that are obsolete, and I want to address one of them. But it just to set yes. it up, it comes on the heels of the Yellow Pages right. announcing today that they're cutting 500 jobs in an effort to reduce spending, right. and people are like, oh, Yellow Pages? Exactly. What, what? But here's a great example, and um, I'm not speaking just of 630 Chat. I'm speaking of AM radio in general, but somebody had texted, well, I'll give you one AM radio, Mm. right? But here's a great example of where AM radio, and again, not just this station, but other AM stations are are keeping ahead of that curve. So you can listen to us online. You can listen to us with an app. Uh, Cars that are being manufactured these days have that uh, radio player app installed so that you can listen to any number of radio stations. Radio Player Canada. Radio Player Canada, right. You can uh, communicate with us by text. Um, You can listen to us in the vault. I mean, the AM has not sat still. It's still... It's adapted. It's adapted yes. and it's keeping up, right? So, And there's a reason why AM radio has as many listeners as mm-hmm. it does. If it was a simple matter of, hey, cars don't have AM radios anymore, or their new ones don't have AM radios anymore, or the ones I buy at mm-hmm. uh, Best Buy don't have AM radios uh, frequencies anymore, then we would have been dead years ago. But we're not. Well, and just think about the um, the coverage area too. I mean, sure. you listen to Chet almost to Saskatoon on a, right. on a sunny day. It's funny when we were down in in Watulco on the holidays there a couple of weeks ago. The people in the suite next to us, he finally says, "Your voice is." I recognize your voice. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you Jay Lynn? And I said, "Yeah." He says, "Well, it's it's Chad Namber." They're they farm out by Lloydminster, mm-hmm. and he says we listen to Chet all the time. When we're out in the field, that's what we listen to because there was nothing else that they could get out there. Exactly. That's And another great example, and this must have happened to you, and I, I tend not to bring up these examples, but I'm, I'm actually, I'm not putting down the text. I'm actually excited to explain yeah. this. Um, I've been in a cab in Vegas where they're listening to Chet. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, he's an expat, you know, used to yeah. live in Canada, or he just has an interest in Canadian politics. We've uh, got politics. the texters. We've got the callers. Right. right. We, so we know. It's not the way it seems when you think about AM radio that, boy, that's just dying off. No, it's not. It's getting bigger. So the thing that you're still using that others might consider obsolete, uh, Morley came in and says, oh my goodness, my wife and I were just talking about this this morning. She's taking a yoga class uh, during her lunch break and needed a check to pay for it. <laughs> he's check. like, a check? What about, you? does anyone know where their checkbook is right now? Coach and I had the same thing not too long ago. He says, <laughs> I need the checkbook for the support to the, you know, <laughs> yeah. We couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, occasionally. And then I, you stumble across and like, oh, there's 10, there's 10 books of checks. Right. Do you remember when you had a checkbook and every time you wrote a check, you wrote, you recorded it. Duplicate. And, yeah. And oh, you had yeah, the duplicate for business, small business checks. When I have to write a check off my, my own business account, 
I have to remember where that mm-hmm. pile is, and I'm pretty sure the address is two houses ago. <laughs> <laughs> but the account is the same. What phone number is that? Hi, Brenda. Hi. Are you are you calling us on the phone that is attached to the wall that has the big long cord? You know, almost. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't have anything. I have a landline, no cell phone, no uh, computer, no TV. No computer, no TV. Now, is that is that a personal choice? Is it a financial issue? It's a financial issue. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And there are yellow pages. Yeah. Got, uh, the last one says, keep until April 2018. Keep so, until April 2018. Uh, so, do I get yellow pages? Does everybody get yellow pages? Do you, do you have to request them now? How do you get your yellow pages? Well, uh, last year they didn't deliver them. Um, they had them at my bank, of all places. Ah. Yeah, so I just picked it up at the So bank. that would be their effort to reduce costs, obviously. Yeah. If it's just going to go into recycling, we, we're not going to deliver it to everybody. That makes sense. Yeah, well, mom-in-law just texted, and she said, well, because she didn't have a computer for a long time, but she would have to call and request it. Yeah, and that's when ah, the, yellow okay. pa- the yellow pages would show up. Huh. Well, and I use, you know, I use them, and then my sweetheart has a phone, and he doesn't, you know, a cell phone, doesn't know how to use it, but <laughs> keeps her number. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda, thanks for the phone call. Okay. Take it easy. Thanks for the uh, obsolete items. So um, I'll tell you one uh, for myself, and you know this to be true, is I have a handheld paper day planner. Yep. And I record everything, all, everything in there, all information about flights, information about our listener trip, the shows I have to do, my contacts. I know that there's all kinds of programs, apps. I know that there's lots of different ways for me to share that on a cloud so I can mm. pull it down anywhere I am. But for whatever reason, I, I mean, I just, I used a day planner for 15, 16 years and I'm, I yeah. just like it. And I keep them all, I have every year, um, on a bookshelf at home so I can look back. But finding new day planners is challenging. You go to a business supply store, a Staples or whatever, and the display is getting smaller and smaller every year. Yeah, whenever they put out the request through the front uh, office here, it's like, yep. Please, but there's something there's something to be said about being able to open it up, whether it's the week, whether it's a month, and see it all planned out there. Right, right. Uh, because if you pull it up on your phone right now, I've got a little dot on the day. Exactly. But I'm like, Ugh. all right. Um, Dino Dave says, "Hey guys, I still use cassette tapes on the endangered species list, a desktop, a laptop, and I still listen to CDs, cassette tapes. Do you remember? Oh, cassette tapes. Did you ever make the mixtape for?" for a a girlfriend or a love interest. Oh, for some reason that popped into my head this morning. I remember getting, I dated a guy in high school named Tim Lawrence and he would make me mixtapes all the time. Oh, what a sweetheart. What happened to him? Oh, he's still around. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember having to make, trying to make mixtapes off radio? Oh, yeah. And stop it before it, Yes, and you'd want to start it when the DJ had stopped talking. Oh yeah, but they but and in they those days over they they have to hit the post right right yeah. up until yes. <laughs> uh, every once in a while, I'll listen to a record on my turntable. Says Rob, wow. um, Hatrick Swayze <laughs> says I use a bar of soap to bath. I'm not high maintenance like those body wash people. Yeah, That's I'm a bar of soap guy bar, too. Yeah. I am. Carol Coaches listen. Too. She's got the whatever. I've got more kinds of yeah bottled soap, but Coach just likes it plain old. White bar soap. Yeah, me too. Yeah, nothing no, fancy. And, and you know, a lot of hotels, 
don't have the shower enclosures, uh, closures don't have a place to put soap. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. We were just shopping the other day, and at the hotel actually I was in in uh, Prince George didn't have a play. Of course, they didn't have a lot. That I was hotel, going to but... say, did it have a door? <laughs> um, uh, I still have a VHS player recorder that I use for some of my instructional videos that I view from time to time. I uh, have not converted the VH ta- VHS tapes to CDs or other digital formats. I'm too lazy. Where were we? Uh, we were watching something. The whole family was watching television last night. I don't recall what we mm. were watching, but somebody was playing a record. And Maddie, legitimate question, honestly, and you don't realize this. Time goes by so quickly. She'd never seen a record, so we were looking at this record player and whatever we were watching. And again, not a judgment on Maddie. It's yeah. an honest question. She said, "Well, if you want to hear a song over again, how do you?" play it again you pick it up and yeah it and back. i said well you, you pick up the arm and put the needle back down at the beginning oh. of the grooves and she goes well how do you know where the songs begin it's at the beginning of the groove yeah you just look at the groove right, right the beginning of the groove oh gosh i loved my parents record player when i was a kid just love i i, I loved it <laughs> i did my dad had this great big huge stereo system mm-hmm. and then had a big reel-to-reel unit oh yeah I oh it was the best um, I still use eight-track tapes. No, come on, nobody does. In the long wooden cabinet with turntable and radio, it's great. Still have to use a folded-up matchbook to stop the tape from slowing down. <laughs> Been offered lots of money for it, hanging on to it. It's not for sale, and I use it every day. Traveler's checks. I know we mentioned checks, but traveler's checks. Mm. Can you still buy traveler's checks? And do you remember when that used to be the currency of choice for travelers because they were so Ooh, that's secure? Right, yeah. And the security was you had to match the signature. You sign them at the bank, and then you have to match the signature when you cash them wherever. Last time I used one has to have been more than a decade ago, but I know they do still sell them. <laughs> body wash all the way. <laughs> I don't Most understand body kids wash. kids these days. Get off of my lawn. <laughs> um, Salad Patch says, hey, Andrew, I just sold my reel-to-reel player a few months ago. God. Gosh, I love the reel to reel. Um, and, and again, believe it or not, I was listening to Six Thirty Chad when I was driving through Golden, BC, the yeah. other day. Yeah, you pick up. Uh, there was a day when I left here, and you and Morley were doing the show. I think he might have just sat in for me, and I heard you guys all the way. I like I left before the show began. Yeah. I was going to Saskatoon. I heard you guys all the oh, way yeah. to Saskatoon. Oh yeah. I mean, it's great when the football days in the summer, and you're traveling, yeah. you can listen to a game, no problem. Um, last night. I sat and watched planes, trains, and automobiles with my 17-year-old son. It was an absolute riot to replay those memories to see all the goofies, 80 things. Yeah. The goofy 80s things we had. John Candy, amazing. Yeah. Um, my better half makes our soap, says Gerald. I like homemade soap. Good homemade soap. Um, I sometimes call my wife on a payphone just for the hell of it. Where's a payphone anymore? Do you know, I saw a payphone... Um somewhere and took a picture of it and tweeted it because that's how odd I thought it was to see a payphone, but they are still around. Are they still a quarter? Probably not. Probably 35 cents. The last time I used one, it was 35 cents. Huh. See, it seems funny now to think about everybody has a cell phone. It doesn't seem to matter. Almost everybody has a cell phone. It doesn't seem to matter your financial situation or or whatever, but the one thing I can't let go of, and I know we've talked about it before, is my home phone. Mm. But nobody calls it. Mm-mm. 
And I, you know, and again, I know if a tower goes yeah. down, the home phone works yeah. or whatever. But we never ever use that thing. It took us a long time to get rid of it. We talked about it for a couple of years before we finally did it. And of course, then they try to talk you out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, done, done. We didn't get any phone calls on that number. Um, and that's uh, another, some telemarketers every once yeah, in a while, but that was well, it. Well, we went a cruise about once an hour. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, that's another one of those things where we've talked to. Uh, uh, our uh, consumer advocate um, Julie Matthews about you know checking your visa statement to see what uh, mm-hmm. you know was on there that you didn't know you were paying. Well, a phone is one of those ones where you know you're getting billed because the phone bill comes mm-hmm. in or whatever. But if you start adding it up and going, okay, am I really getting? You could be paying for like three extensions. You could be paying for two lines. There's a lot of things you could be Call paying forwarding, for. Call forwarding, three-way right, right. chatting, whatever exactly. it is. Exactly, all those features yeah. where you go, well, you know, I don't actually use any oh, of those. Listen to this. It's from Jeter. I made a joke to someone that I needed to check my Rolodex, <laughs> and they looked like a lost puppy. I had to explain what a Rolodex was. It was a real sad day. Do you know what? I had anyone who's oh, been in sales that's my age. I Rolodex. I did as well. I had, and what you do somebody gives you a business my rolodex card. was bigger than yours i bet you it wasn't <laughs> like i every because what you know what do you do with a business card these days by the way because i would take business cards and staple them to the card in the rolodex yeah. and it got so big i had to get a second rolodex and i i think when i first even started here i had every time i had a guest i thought that would be a uh-huh. good guest to have again i had a rolodex going i probably don't have that anymore once i got a producer but um, what do you even do with business cards now? I have them. I never give them out. Yeah, I get asked for them. I I, I have in my purses, you know, buckets full of people's uh, you know, business cards, but I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with them anymore. I, think I guess you're you, supposed to put it into your phone. I was going to say, I yeah. think once you take the information from yeah. the card, you throw away the card. What are you using that uh, most people would consider obsolete? Uh, the conversation falls on the heels of the yellow pages, cutting uh, 500 jobs in an effort to reduce spending. And uh, Andrew and I were both kind of shocked to find out that there were still <laughs> yellow pages. 4960063 can give us a call. Text line is 6306630. 250 a couple phone calls coming in. We'll start with Tony this afternoon. Hey Tony. Hi, I'd like Hello. Hello, you're very nice to hear you. I'd like to talk about the older recording and music devices. Sure. One lady a few minutes ago mentioned eight track tape. It wasn't eight track tape, it was eight track cartridges. Very popular in uh, Northern America, but not in Europe. Very often used also in the cars. Gotcha. But uh, started, I'd like to mention about the Shellac uh, record, uh, records. I don't know if you remember. I Before don't LP, know. I don't there know was a Shellac LP, some call also vinyl. And the vinyls return, not maybe to, to the same extent as in the past for millions, but hundreds of thousands, even in Canada, restarted the production of the uh, vinyl records because some claim that the music quality is better than uh, in these uh, modern devices. Yeah, you're right, Tony. A lot of people love vinyl and it's coming back big time. Thank you for the phone call. We're going to go to Murray here. Hi, Murray. Good afternoon. How you doing? 
I'm doing well. The workday is almost over, so I'm getting better all the time. Are you are you calling us on a rotary phone? Uh, well, no, I don't think it's been plugged in in about ten years, but I still have one sitting on my coffee table. It's a great conversation. <laughs> Where the kids come over and go, "What's that?" Uh, actually, that has happened before. I've got a friend of mine with a couple of six-year-old kids. They come over. They like to play with it. Pretend, eh? <laughs> really? I remember, do you remember, and I, maybe not a big deal for, for guys when they were teenagers, and certainly, are, again... Are you I, about to say princess phone? I'm going to say princess phone. Yeah. Because it was like, I think it was like 1984, I was 14 or 15 years old, and I got my own, my parents got me my own phone line and my mm-hmm. little princess phone in my room. It's it's on Carol's bucket list to have, have a, a princess, princess phone. phone, and I can't find one that's mm. wireless. I can find, or even plugs into yeah. an outlet. I can only find the ones you have to hardwire. Oh, Murray, do you still? I, I guess you can't plug it in anywhere. It's not going to work anywhere in the house, eh? Well, as a matter of fact, I live in an apartment building that was built in the 1950s, <laughs> and it's still got a little phone nook where it sits quite nicely. But uh, yeah, the last time I tried plugging it in was I don't know, what, maybe five years ago. And, the phone line doesn't like recognize the rotary phone anymore. Oh no! Oh, okay. Really? Oh. <laughs> so that's just a conversation piece. Awesome, Murray. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. My family had a, a Victrola, the old, the original, original kind of record player. You cranked it oh, with the big, no the big, the big speaker coming out. I have a friend of mine um, that still has one of them and uses it every once in a while. Here, here's a word for you that might bring back memories since uh, you were talking about cranking things. Gestetner. Oh, the Gestetner. Remember that? I just remember the smell of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Rocky. Oh. Uh, hello? Hi, hello. what do you have? Uh, rabbit ears. Do you remember them? Oh, Absolutely. And sometimes you'd put a tinfoil ball mm. on the top of them, see if you could increase the signal. Yeah, that was uh, when it was analog. But now that uh, high definition, you got the uh, uh, that stuff doesn't work. At least it wouldn't for me. And you got to be very, very uh, meticulous on how you set them. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh my <laughs> Rabbit ears. I forgot. Rabbit ears. Love it. Thanks for the call, Rocky. Much appreciated. Two fifty four. Quick huh. break here on the six thirty Chat Afternoon News. feel-good Bluetooth Monday <sighs> show yesterday. Okay, obsolete items. Judy, before we have to take a break for the 3 o'clock news. Hi, Judy. Hi there. What do you have at your house? I have a slide projector, which unfortunately has not got a bulb. Oh. And if there is anybody out there who has an old slide projector with a bulb that they would like to sell me, I would my life for it. <laughs> oh, I love the slide projectors, Judy. Love them. My dad, all well, my dad's photos of us as kids well, are on that. Well, there's probably Photo different bulbs. I, what brand of uh, slide projector do you have? Do you know? Well, you see, I am now sitting outside waiting to pick up my granddaughter from school, so well, I you can't text tell us you later. what kind it is. You text us later and tell us what brand it is, because that'll help narrow it down. Oh my gosh, just where Boy, would you buy them? What, it is impossible to find them, and like you, I have hundreds yeah. of slides of pictures of our kids when they were babies that my parents took, 
And you cannot go through these things with a flashlight and a magnifying glass. Yeah. You'll go crazy. <laughs> I wonder you know. about like a, a camera store somewhere. like a. No, no. I've tried McBain's. I've tried the library. Believe me, I've tried everywhere I can possibly think uh. of. Nobody well, has one. So if I text you with the, um, Just the brand of this, yeah. Yeah. of what it is, maybe if I, you know, I'm not going to get home for the next half hour, 45 minutes, are you still going to be yeah, We'll here? still be here. You know what? When we get your text, we'll put it yeah, out just there. Make we'll sure, just... Judy, make sure you put your name on it so yeah. we know it's you, okay? Oh, I will. All righty. Thanks a million. Thank you. And we just threw it out there. So if anyone has recently bought a bulb for a slide projector. Or they were going through their old closet and found an old slide projector. (laughs) Take the bulb out and give us a call. Or, well, text us, 630-630. The 630-CHED Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630-CHED.